On the one hand, nature is wiggly. Everything wiggles. The outlines of the hills, the shapes of the trees, the way the wind brushes the grass, the clouds, the tracks of streams. It all wiggles. And for some reason or other, we find wiggly things very difficult to keep track of. And then somehow we think we understand things when we have translated them into terms of straight lines and squares. Maybe that's why they call uh, rather rigid people squares. But it doesn't fit nature. You know, wherever human beings have been around and done their thing, you find rectangles. We live in boxes. I'm afraid the problem is partly due to Mr. Euclid, who invented geometry, because he didn't really measure the Earth. He measured and gave us ideas about the very simple forms in his own mind.
какая-то не нужна. Я себе не
animals have brains. Not all species on our planet have brains, so if we want to know what the brain is for, let's think about why we evolved one. Now, you may reason that we have one to perceive the world or to think, and that's completely wrong. If you think about this question for any length of time, it's blindingly obvious why we have a brain. We have a brain for one reason and one reason only, and that's to produce adaptable and complex movements. There is no other reason to have a brain. Think about it. Movement is the only way you have of affecting the world around you. That's not quite true. There's one other way, and that's through sweating. But apart from that, everything else goes through contractions of muscles. So think about communication, speech, gestures, writing, sign language. They're all mediated through contractions of your muscles. So it's really important to remember that sensory, memory, and cognitive processes are all important, but they're only important to either drive or suppress future movements. There can be no evolutionary advantage to laying down memories of childhood or perceiving the color of a rose if it doesn't affect the way you're going to move later in life.
as technology advances, but our society becomes more complex. We have the capacity to destroy ourselves in more and more ways. Nuclear war and climate change are obvious examples, but there will be others we haven't even thought of yet. We live in an increasingly dangerous world, and however careful we are, it is likely that disaster will strike at some time in the future. However, if we can avoid killing ourselves on planet Earth for the next hundred years or so, we should have spread out into space. This would remove the danger that a single disaster could wipe out the entire human race.
stories up and you can see the water, the surge is, is dramatically risen here. This is Mother Nature at her worst rate.
it is what you infer about that room. So I can say with some certainty, I think, therefore I am. But I cannot say, you think, therefore you are. Because you are within my perceptual bubble.
So you can think of the neocortex actually as a massive grand piano, million key grand piano. Each of these neocortical columns would produce a note. You stimulate it, it produces a symphony. But it's not just a symphony of perception. It's a symphony of your universe, your reality. Now, of course, it takes years to learn how to master a grand piano with a million keys. That's why you have to send your kids to good schools. But it's not only education. It's also genetics, and you may be born lucky, where you know how to master your neocortical column, and you can play a fantastic symphony.
I'm driven by a strong sense of injustice, a strong sense that time is running out, that um, we live on a wonderful, precious, unique and beautiful planet, um, full of wonders of all kinds, and we are trashing it without hardly any cognizance of the damage that we're doing.
had a dream that the new president would understand the intergenerational injustice of human-made climate change. That he would recognize our duty to be caretakers of creation, of the land, of the life on our planet. And that he would give these matters the priority that our young people deserve. We had a dream that the president would understand the commonality of solutions for energy security, national security, and climate stability. And that he would exercise hands-on leadership taking the matter to the public, avoiding backroom, crippling deals with special interests. But we will not give up. There can be no law or no regulation that stops us from acting on our dreams. For the sake of our children and grandchildren, we must find someone who is worthy of our dreams.
Green lights on the horizon. I see red paint on my knee. I say it's dark tonight. The world's so dark. Stay awake, Mark. You'll be alright. Here come the lights, Mark. Can you hear me? Here come the light Is anything beautiful anymore? Is So I ruined my dress there on the pavement I said, I think you should call my dad Oh one six six five five seven Oh one six six five five seven three He knows how this feels I say, I will not watch as the pools of your life Are splashed through my taxi wheels That's a lie, Mark grew dark we said death's a lie mark there will be light there will be Oh, for